morning. Welcome to my weekly report on current real estate matters for week ending August 16th. My name is Rupa Nampalli, Realtor with Remax One. According to the New York Times, the American economy gained 1.8 million jobs last month even as the coronavirus surged in many parts of the country and newly reintroduced restrictions caused some businesses to close for a second time. Still, the increase reported Friday by the Labor Department was well below the 4.8 million jump in uh, jobs in June and, uh, and a sign that momentum is slowing after a burst of economic activity in the late spring. The unemployment rate fell to 10.2%. The Labor Department's U6 measure, which includes discouraged workers who have given up the search for work, as well as those who are part-time jobs because they can't find full-time positions, stands at 16.5% seasonally adjusted. The rate of churn in the labor market remains incredibly high, concluded Morgan Stanley's economics team. Which means that millions of workers finding a job only to be fired soon afterwards or being let go permanently after assuming a layoff was temporary. According to Beth Ann, chief U.S. economist at S&P Global, I think the U6 is a better indicator of the job market than the 10% unemployment rate. The traditional unemployment rate doesn't capture what's happening on the ground. The share of mortgage loans in forbearance dropped from 7.67% the previous week to 7.44% for the week ending August 2nd, according to the Mortgage Bankers Associations. Currently, there are about 3.7 million homeowners enrolled in forbearance plans according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans in forbearance decreased for the ninth consecutive week from 5.41% to 5.19%. Jeannie Mae loans in forbearance dropped from 10.28% the previous week to 10.06%. Portfolio loans and private label securities in forbearance declined from 10.37% the week before to 10.12%. Independent mortgage bank services loans and forbearance decreased from 7.81% the previous week to 7.7%. Depository services loans in forbearance also decreased from 7.95% the week before to 7.63%. In mortgage news, mortgage applications increased 6.8% from week earlier according to the data from Mortgage Bankers Association. Weekly Mortgage Application Survey for the week ending August 7, 2020, the refinance share of the mortgage activity increased to 65.7% of total applications from 63.9% the previous week. The adjustable rate mortgage share of the activities decreased to 2.7% of total applications. Despite low interest rates, mortgage applications for both purchase and refinance loans weighed down from the previous week by 2% and 7% res respectively, although both remained well above 2019 levels according to MBA's weekly survey. A major stumbling block for the housing market remains a low inventory as the listings weighed down 11% year over year and the overall inventory was down more than 30 percent 
according to Realtor.com's weekly recovery report. Right now, the question to ask is, will there be a massive foreclosures? According to Odeta Kushi, who is the deputy first economist at First American, despite a massive spike in unemployment and a historic GDP drop in the second quarter of 2020, the current economic crisis is unlikely to lead a massive wave of foreclosures. According to her, foreclosure is a two-step process that requires both an adverse economic condition and a lack of home equity in a property. Not every delinquency turns into a foreclosure because a homeowner can tap into home equity through a sale or refinance. The rising inability to pay in this crisis is unlikely to, unlikely to lead to large amounts of foreclosure activity because homeowners have more equity than ever before. The 2001 recession, for example, led to an increase in unemployment, but the number of new foreclosures increased because household equity was so high. But the 2008 recession led to a huge spike in foreclosures because of high levels of household debt collided with a decline in house prices. During this current economic crisis, the household debt to income ratio is at a four decade low and house household equity is nearing a three decade high. Economic hardship alone and the lack of equity are each necessary but not sufficient to trigger a foreclosure. It is only when both conditions exist that foreclosure becomes a likely outcome. As we look at the home ownership history from 1890 to 1920, the home ownership rate in America fell as immigration and urbanization offset rising incomes. We did see an increase in the ownership rate during the 1920s but the Great Depression more than wiped out this gain with the rate falling to low of 43.6% by 1940. Between 1940 and 1960, the ownership rate rose by over 18%. That was due to wage, uh, wages rising, a large share of households getting older and entering prime home buying age, a revolution in mortgage financing, the GI Bill of Rights, and the development of large-scale housing subdivisions, which, off which offered affordable homes. After a slow growth from 1960 to 1980, the rate surprisingly dropped to 63.9% in the following decade. Part of this drop between 1980 and 1990 was due to an undercount adjustment that the U.S. Census Bureau in implemented. As we look at the home ownership in more recent times, we need to look at President Bill Clinton and his national ownership strategy, which advocated a general loosening of lending standard. His plan worked. Following his administration, President George W. Bush had his own version to continue to increase the home ownership, the American Dream Down Payment Act. His plan also worked until it didn't. In 2005, the home ownership rate hit an all-time high of 69%, but then the housing bubble started to deflate and then burst. This led the home ownership rate to drop to under 63% in 2016. That's a number that had never been seen since the development of the quarterly ownership rate back in 1965. Once we bottomed out, the rate started to improve. In the second quarter of this year, the ownership rate spiked from 65% to 
This rate increase is truly remarkable and represents the largest quarterly increase on record. With mortgage forbearance on decline and with fewer foreclosures on the horizon, now is the time to purchase a home and get the most bang for your buck. If you are in the market to sell your priced asset, which is your home, or purchase your most valuable asset, your new home, please give me a call at 732-397-9185 or visit my website at ruparealtor.com or email me at rupa at ruparealtor.com. Have a great week ahead.